welcome to the Yet We Thrive podcast. We're your hosts, Jessica and Lindsay. Even though we're all part of this club that we never intended to sign up for, we are so glad you're here. We are a community for women who have lost babies or have struggled to get pregnant, and we're here to help you thrive even in the midst of those impossible circumstances. So join us as we show you practical and sometimes unconventional ways every week for how to thrive in this one crazy life. Welcome back to We Thrive Podcast. This is episode 121, and today we're talking about this month's Thrive Tip, which is let them in. But before we dig in, something that's frustrating us and something that's bringing us joy. Well, something that's frustrating me is like um, a few years ago, actually not a few, probably more like five years ago, um, I fell down the stairs really bad, like I had the worst whiplash. Oh, no. I was like in a neck brace. Like I went airborne and then what just the fell. Yeah, it was awful. Um, but ever since then, like where I hit my back uh-huh. is where I hold like tension and like my muscles always like uh-huh. ache there. Whenever my back hurts, that's the spot. Yeah. Um, and like the past couple of days, it's just been like aching. And I'm like, I need to go get adjusted. I need a massage. Like, I need seriously, to, I'm like, this is not bring it fun. on. Give me all the things. I know, I know. And it just really like, I don't know. Just, just the whole day, you're just like, yeah, in pain. And yes, so, and you have to be really careful about what you do and yes, how you do it. And yes, yeah. and I've also been working out more, and so. Um, like trying to do those muscles back there. So mm-hmm. it's like a combination of like sore working out muscles uh-huh. and like my back hurts <laughs> yeah. muscles. But yep. something that's bringing me joy is um, our daughters actually just got back from camp. Yay! And it was such a joy to like Ugh. hear all her stories. Yes. And um, just like I was so a little, well, I was a little anxious about her going. Just a little bit. Just, a little just bit. not, not, it's, not much. Just not, a smidge. No, no big deal at all. <laughs> um, but she just did so well. Aww. And I think a lot of that had to do with, she knew people there, like the counselors. Yeah. Um, and so that was just, just blessed me so much. I know. And so she's still sleeping. Oh yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> she um, didn't yeah. sleep at all. <laughs> I no, left the house they this did morning. Not. I'm like, for sure she's going to sleep all day. <laughs> My girls both woke up early and I was like, what are you doing? Right. Why are you up? <laughs> they're still excited about camp. Yeah. They're still like on the and, high. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, my frustration is actually, we were just talking before we started, um, all the like wildfires that are happening right now as we're recording in New York. And because of that, even though we're in Indiana, we've had air quality alerts uh-huh. every day. Yeah. And here's the thing. I probably shouldn't be outside because <laughs> yeah. my asthma but the weather has been so, been beautiful. so beautiful. And so I still have just been spending hours outside, but yeah. my ass is taking a huge hit. You need to get one of those air doctors in your house. Know. Oh, is that like an air purifier? Yes, thing? but it's really, really good. My friend has one and I borrowed it. I've borrowed it a few oh. times and I think that would really help. That probably would really help. I should probably yes. do that. I'll look, look into, into that. It. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just frustrating yeah. that I'm like, the oh, weather is so nice. And I, I would know. spend literally all my but time even out there. Because like, it's been like in the 70s and yeah. even like trying to open the windows too, just I know. to get fresh air. And I'm like, uh-huh. this is pointless. Right. So yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's frustrating. Um, 
But my joy is the same as Jess's, yeah. is that our girls just yeah. got back from camp last night. We picked them up, and they're just beaming, uh-huh. and I don't know. It was Lane's third year, so she's like a pro right, by now, but it was right. Reagan's first same year. Today, yeah. yeah, and so they just they just had a really great time, yeah. and they come back like a little bit older, I, just I like know. more life experience, I, I guess. I my friends. I was like, I picked up a teenager. I <laughs> like, know. It's just so bizarre, yeah. but so good. And yeah. just, mm-hmm. I don't know, it fills me up to see them just so like overflowing yes. with joy and yeah. glee and mm-hmm. and hyperactivity. They yep. were so slap happy last night oh. on the way home. They were laughing at every tiny little thing. And like, and I just looked at each other and we're like, oh, right. <laughs> let's gear up for this. Now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, um, like we said, our Thrive Tip this month is to let them in. Um, This can look a lot of different ways, and we want to cover them all. So first, if you're like me, it can be really easy to just get caught up in your own little world. Um, For us, we've got school to do, a house to clean, meals to make, therapy to attend, doctor's appointments to schedule, and lots of extracurricular activities. Um, It's really easy for me to just look straight ahead and totally unintentionally, like, quote-unquote, shut people out. Um, I just get so wrapped up in what I'm doing in the day-to-day. It's easy to forget to send a text to see how somebody's doing or sometimes even reply to a text that somebody else sent me. Like when somebody sends me a text and I know I'm like busy in that moment, I have to like, if I open it I will and can't respond right then, I will forget. Yes. Yeah, and it'll just yeah. days will go by and then I'll be like, oh, oh yeah. I'm really sorry. I saw your text, but I was in the middle of making dinner or right. a kid ran up and... So I try to intentionally like leave them unread so that notification is still on my phone, uh-huh. but it just happens. Um, and it can just be really easy to say no to things because I don't want to disrupt the flow that we have going and it's easy to stay in my lane. It just is sometimes. Is that, do you feel that way at all, Jess? Yes, I do. Yeah. I feel, and I feel like more so like in the summer. Really? I don't know. It goes back and forth. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, the summer we have more time, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. But then sometimes it's the opposite the next year. Like yeah. we have so much going on. That right. I'm like, when are we going to schedule anything, you know? Right. Or just you are have 500 tabs open in your brain. Yes. And when someone does text you, you're like, I, and Is then a week goes by. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> it's kind of hard. I've reached my max. <laughs> I feel less that way in the summer, but I think it's mm. because. For one, my kids go and play at the neighbors or they're outside right. all day and yeah. I'm like looking around like, yeah. la, 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 what do I do? I feel do? like this is probably the first summer where I feel like our calendar is really full. Yeah. Um, you do have a very full calendar yeah. this year. Yeah. So we travel a lot too. Yeah. And we have an extra vacation in there. That makes a big difference. Yeah. So, yeah. but, and then with soccer ending and then uh-huh. camp this year, you right. know, like. Just a whole bunch of things. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Sorry, guys, my asthma is bad and I have to breathe. And so you're just going to hear me and I'm sorry about that. Um, I have friends who are really good at going out of their way to say, hey, or check on me, like Jamie from yeah. our team. Mm-hmm. She's really good at this. She's really great at having like a texting relationship with people. Yeah. I, I'm just not. Right. And that's yeah. just like I make a point to text her because that's one way that she likes to have a relationship. Right. But in general... You can text me and right. I can just be like, la, 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 not even trying to not text you back, but I just, it's just not in my brain right. to do right. that at that yeah. moment in time. That's okay. It is. Yeah. It is okay. Yeah. Um, but I just have an appreciation for people who 
really think about going out of their way yeah. to be like, mm-hmm. hey, how are you doing today? Or, hey, do you need anything this week? Um, and it's just like a blessing yeah. to me when they reach out to me. But also it blesses me when I see other people reaching out to other people yes. and trying yeah. to live in community uh-huh. in that way. Um, like it's really easy for me when I see that somebody's, you know, they are like, they just had surgery or they're going through a really rough time or, you know, they just lost a baby. It's really easy for me to step into that role and be like, Hey, what do you need? When the need is evident. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can see. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people are like, people talk about being like a fair weather friend, like your friend when there's like everything's going well right, and great. Right. I'm the opposite of that. Right. I'm like, you're in a storm. Right. Here I am. Here's my Let's problem. go. <laughs> but when everything's fine and going well, I just am like, I'm in my own little space. And that's, I'm, there's nothing wrong no. with that. You don't have to be like extending yourself all the time. Um, but there are times when I just miss an opportunity to Right. be in community with somebody right. because I'm just so focused and so in my lane. Right. Yeah. I and think that's pretty common for a lot of people though. Yeah. You know, especially here in the U S I would yeah. say, yeah, we just get in our own little mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Right. We do not have village mentality <laughs> at all. It's very true. Yeah. We were, so in our old neighborhood, we lived next to a, a chin family, which they're from Myanmar. Um, in America, we call it Burma, but my husband Blake was building a fire pit one day and our neighbor who doesn't, didn't speak any English at the time. He just, he literally jumped right over the fence and started digging. He just grabbed a shovel and just started digging That's awesome. with Blake. And we yeah. were like, uh, uh, I mean, this is amazing, but that we've never experienced that. Yeah. So we were telling some of our friends who are missionaries and they just looked at each other like, yep, village mentality. That's just, Mm -hmm. that's just how other people in other countries do it. That's just how they live life. And that's something that we miss here. And we're like, Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. How can we implement that? And, you know, how can Uh we be that village of, you know, you do that with people, you know, but not necessarily, I mean, they were new neighbors and we didn't even like really know them yet. And there was that language barrier and. Yeah. Anyway, it was a really good, a really good lesson for us Mm -hmm. in that moment. Um, But yeah, when I let people in, even just like, you know, texting somebody like, hey, how's your day going? Or how's your week going? Or whatever. It's just easier for me to then like extend the invitation either back to them or somebody else. Yeah. Well, letting them in could also look like hearing somebody else's story. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone comes knocking on your door because they want to be seen or heard, open that door and let them in. Not only will it better their life that you are listening to them or that you are there for them, but it also is going to better your life too. I think when we allow that um, vulnerability to enter, mm-hmm. like it, it, it really does uh, connect us on a deeper level. Um, when we hear people's stories, it affects our hearts in ways that uh, nothing else can. So yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the best ways to let people in. Yeah, is by just letting them tell their story. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's so much healing in speaking your story out loud. Right, and so much healing in yeah. your story being heard. And I feel like in order to do that, though, there has to be like, um, there almost has to be like. You have to, it's like, there's like a stair step, mm-hmm. like spending time with someone, you know, mm-hmm. kind of feeling, <laughs> you know, right. like, and then, the, you know, and I think we need to do that more is really invest in one another. Mm-hmm. And I think when we do that and we mm-hmm. spend time with someone, 
um, then we're a lot more comfortable mm-hmm. with like letting them in per se. Oh yeah. Um, and so I think just starting there, you know, yeah. and being able to create that environment and atmosphere for allow those things to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but another way to let them in is accepting offers to help which is also really hard for me. It is so hard. <laughs> I just cannot sometimes. It's so hard. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I got it all. And yeah. then behind the doors, I'm like, I'm drowning. But I just, I, okay. So, side note, yeah. I read this book, Boundaries. Have you heard of it? I have. Okay. I haven't read it, but I've heard of well, it. Well, I listened to it on audio because okay. I heard that was better than actually reading it, which okay. I, it flowed better for me. Okay. Um, but I'm learning like, boundaries and stuff that I maybe place on myself or I don't place on myself. Mm. Um, but this just made me think of it is to accept help from others Mm. and that's okay. It's not like I am, um, putting a burden on someone else. Cause I feel like right. that's naturally what I feel like. Me too. But when people ask me for help, I don't feel that way. Like it blesses no. me. Uh-huh. And it, like, I love that. Mm-hmm. And so I just have to remember like when people do ask to help, like they really want to really help. help. Yeah. They're not just going to, most people are not going to ask if you need anything if, if they, don't they don't really mean yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So little side note there. Yeah. But if you just lost a baby, if your latest attempt to get pregnant failed, if you're trying to hold on to the pregnancy you have by being on bed rest or, or if the hormones uh, you're on to help you get pregnant are totally throwing you off, let the people who offer to help you in. If somebody asks you if you need anything, think of something to tell them. And it can be something like so simple. So simple. Like, hey, on this day, could you just pray for me? Or could you think of me? Or Mm -hmm. could you, you know, like, it doesn't have to be like, can you bake a five course meal (laughs) for me? You know, like, right. It can be so simple. So simple. Um, And so that's just one way. Literally let them into your house, through your door to sweep your floors or bring you dinner, watch friends with you, whatever it is you need. If they ask, let them in, allow them to help you Mm -hmm. in some sort of way. Yeah. It'll definitely just be so great for both parties. Yes. Because when somebody, when you need help, Uh when something would be helpful to you Mm -hmm. and somebody comes along and asks you, do you need anything? How can I help you? And you say, I'm good. Uh That's a way of shutting them out and shutting them down. Yeah. And eventually if you keep telling people, no, they're just going to stop asking. Right. Which Maybe that's what you want, but right. you don't. That's not really what you want. You really want mm-hmm. to let people in. It's just, it's yeah. just really hard. It's yeah. really hard to let people in and what help are you. some ways that you have done that? Which one? Like letting people in. Um, I think I've shared this before, but when we lost Judah, our first, I was like super sick and on the couch, and I mean, people just feel helpless and they just want to do anything that they can to help you. And so my sisters were like, we're going to target, which normally they would ask me to go with them, but I was way too sick. And so they're like, do you, do you need anything? And I needed mascara. And I was like, honestly, like, I'm not going to ask them to get me some mascara. Like then they're going to spend their money on it and whatever. And it was before Venmo and things like that, where it's easy to (laughs) like, you know, and I was like, I don't have cash to pay them back and whatever. And so there, I, but then I looked at them, I'm like thinking of all this and I looked at them and saw their like 
hopeful looks on their faces. To like, do something. Please yes, yeah. give me something that I can mm-hmm. do so that I can feel like I'm doing something because I feel so helpless. And I was like, I need mascara. And both of them, it would have been, I mean, it was like I made some like great announcement. They're like, okay, all right, we're on. What do you need? What kind do you like? I like this kind. Is that the kind that you like? What color? All like, they were so excited and they lit up. And I I think it was that moment for me when I was like, I need to let people do something Uh because that was a legitimate, I wasn't just like making things up like, oh, I need this and I don't bring me a cookie on a silver platter right you know it was like okay I do need mascara and you know let's Mm -hmm. we have his funeral coming up and I would like to have mascara for that so waterproof waterproof please um and they loved that they loved that they could bring that home for me and it was it was almost more for them than it was for me right right even though it did help me yeah yeah I think that's great yeah and that's a small like uh-huh. You know, whatever. Yeah, it was easy. They're going to Target anyway, uh-huh. but yeah, yeah. What about I, you? Well, I remember. Um, so, one of my really good friends, Adrian, back home. Um, I just was really craving cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> but I didn't want her to go by herself. So um, I was like, "I'll just go with you," and yeah. I was like, "So sick." Yeah, She's like you should not be going. And I'm like, no, no, no. I need to get out of the house kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and so we end up, she picks me up and we end up going and we get halfway there and I'm like, I'm not going to make it. Oh, like no. I'm, and then I felt bad and I was uh-huh. like in my head, like, do I say something? Do I not say something? Do I not? You know? Right. And finally I was like, I am so sorry, but we have got to go back home. Like oh, I just, no. I can't do this. And she's like, yes, yes, of course. But then on the way home, we stopped and like got ice cream and took it back to my house, ate it on the couch. Like I let her in my, like, in the sense of like, I can't do this, yeah, you know? Right. And she was there like, okay, totally fine. Plan yeah. B, let's do something else, you know? Uh-huh. And it ended up being a great night anyways, yeah. you know? I was able to go back and get my comfy clothes yes, <laughs> and eat my ice cream. And we watched Friends and it was great. It was great. You know? And so. I feel um, like that's an even, I feel like that's an even more vulnerable. Yes. Let them in. Yeah. Like it's easy to ask for mascara, but right. to be like. I am not okay right, right now. Can we yeah. please change plans right. suddenly and go yes. back home? Yes. Can we take this exit and go back 20 minutes? Because it wasn't close oh my either. Gosh. And so I was like, even felt even worse. I was like, she is literally, we're halfway there. We're halfway and there. It's like, yeah. And when she like knew you shouldn't do this, you're right. like, it's fine. Yeah. That's a really vulnerable. Yeah. Let me in. Right. But like, what a great thing for your relationship. Right. Right. Yeah. To... For you to be vulnerable and for her to accept that and then just change plans and just go with it. Right, right. So, because it would have been awful if I would have just stuck it out. Yeah. She knows me well enough that we would have been sitting at that table and she would have felt the guilt of like taking me. Uh Uh-huh. And it just would have been awful. The whole thing. Yeah. And so it just ended up working out great. And it was just, it took a lot for me to be like. Uh, yeah, I can't do this. You yeah. Know? So, so much. Yeah. 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 For sure. My personality is I don't want to hurt anyone no. or offend anyone mm-hmm. or like make, yeah. And make so uncomfortable yes. or feel bad or. Right. Yeah, right. So, thing. but yeah, that's like one thing I can like think of. So that was a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. That was a good share. Way to, thanks. Way to go then and now Jess. Yeah. Way to <laughs> let her in and then way to let us in right. on this moment. <laughs> Oh, man. oh, that's so good. I love that. 
let them in by sharing your story with them. You never know what somebody might be going through and they may never tell you unless you start by letting them in. Telling your story is really vulnerable and being vulnerable is really scary. But I cannot even begin to tell you how many stories I've heard or how many good relationships I've had simply because I let them in by telling them my story, even just part of it. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just like, oh yeah, I've had some losses and that's it. Right. And that's enough to catapult right the rest of the conversation um you don't have to do a deep dive into your story every time you tell it i start by telling a little and see where it goes from there my very best relationships are with the people that i let in and who let me in if you're wondering how to dive deeper into your relationships or how to start your own community this is the key right here is just to let them in Mm -hmm. and also i think we've talked about this before but whatever um I have had so many people when they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I homeschool my Mm -hmm. four kids, um, but I also run a nonprofit called Yet We Thrive for women who've lost babies or struggled to get pregnant. That, that, that's it. That one sentence. Right. And people are like, oh, I've had a loss. Uh Or, oh, I, my husband and I really struggled with infertility for Uh 10 years. Or, oh, my sister just lost a baby. Or like Uh just that one sentence knowing that I do this people are like instantly that's like their permission card to that's our story yeah that's our story yeah that's exactly our story yeah and so I feel like you're by letting people in you connect yes people yeah and it can literally be like a lifelong thing yeah like ours exactly and so it's crazy yeah and that was like I know we've shared the story before, but in case you haven't heard it, which is one of the first, like the third yeah, episode, I yeah. think, um, we were both in dance class together. Our girls had been in dance class together all year mm-hmm. and, but we like never talked right. until she came and visited our co-op. And so I was like, oh, well they might be joining co-op next year. So I'm just going to start talking to her just mm-hmm. to get to know her a yeah. little bit, make her feel welcome at her, like, like she mm-hmm. has a friend at co-op or whatever. Right. And we're just small talk. I remember it was like the last five minutes of class yeah. that this conversation yeah. happened. Because it was very like word vomit and yeah. I just dropped a bomb on you and now we're leaving. You know? <laughs> and then I was like processing it on the way home. Oh my but, gosh. Um, yeah. Well, because I just thought it was going to be like, hey, it was really right. great to see you. We'd love for you to come. Like, honestly, that's yes. all I thought it was going to be. Yes. And then she's talking about how. I think you had asked me how many kids I had. Maybe. And, and um, was I pregnant with Beckett? I can't remember. I don't remember. But I don't know that. I mean, you did tell me, but I don't know that you told me at that point that you had a loss. I think it was that I was asking about like how long you'd been or what brought you to Indy or something. Okay. Yeah. And you said, so you let me in yes, by being yes, like, yes. Okay. well, we had, a, I had this like super weird pregnancy. And then uh-huh. because of that pregnancy, I had to have like chemo. Right. And then it was in that moment that I was like, everything stopped <laughs> yeah. around me. And I was like, hold on, this is not, hold I never thought I'd meet somebody who had same, this kind of pregnancy. Same. This has to be the same kind of pregnancy. It has to be because yeah. it's the only kind that I know of where you have to yes. possibly get chemo yes. afterwards. And so I was like, I, I think I stopped you mid-sentence. And I was like, I'm sorry. Can yes, we rewind? Yeah. 
Can you like, tell me? <laughs> what? You're like, what kind was it? I was like, was if it you this? don't mind I'm my like, asking. <laughs> and then the doors opened and it was like, all the mothers in town, please come in. And it was like, we both were like stunned. <laughs> yeah. Because in our journey, we were told that it was like one in whatever. One to 5% chance. Yes. That this happens yeah. to. And I remember my OB specifically uh-huh. telling me, you will probably never meet anyone who has had uh-huh. this. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I've only seen it twice in my practice and I've been in practice for 20 years. Yeah. Well, and I kept encountering doctors, OBs who had never even, no, didn't even know what it was. Right. And I was like, that's a sure sign that this is so rare. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let people in. Let people in. (laughs) You could form a village and start a podcast. You never know. You never know. But it all starts with just letting them in. Yes, yes. And what does let them in look like for you? Maybe letting people in is hard for you, and that's okay. It does not come naturally for a lot of people. What is one small way you can let someone in this month? Maybe it's returning a call you've been hesitant to make. Maybe it's inviting someone over for coffee. Maybe it's answering honestly next time someone asks you how you're doing, which is extremely hard sometimes. So hard. Um, Maybe it's giving someone permission to answer honestly next time you ask them how they're doing. Whatever it is, we would love to hear from you. Let us know on Instagram at yetwethrive or email us at hello at yetwethrive.com. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us on the Yet We Thrive podcast. If today's episode had any impact on you, we would love it if you would take a screenshot or write a quote to share on social media. Don't forget to tag us at Yet We Thrive so we can see. We would also love if you hopped onto your listening platform to leave us a review. These things will help us to spread the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.